just me. A place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Just Me. I'm one of your hosts, Tracy, and I'm joined with Sharina and Sasha. And we thank you for joining back with us. And if this is your first time, welcome. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Black maternal mental health. We're talking about it this week because this is the week that has been recognized or observed across the nation for Black maternal mental health. So this episode, we're going to talk about um, what is Black maternal mental health and give you some red flags um, about it. So, panel? Yeah, so basically when it comes to maternal mental health, that is when we're bringing awareness towards improving the quality of care for women experiencing perinatal or postpartum mood and anxiety disorder and reducing the stigma of maternal mental illness. So what that says is that women can have mental health concerns before pregnancy, during and after pregnancy. And one of the things with Black maternal mental health awareness is that a lot of times um, there's a disproportionate number of Black women who get um, perinatal support and care very late in their pregnancy, which then causes further concerns um, for themselves, their physical health, for the baby's physical health. Um, and then it can continue to kind of um, make a stressor or create stress on on the mom and baby. One of the things that we recognize is that mothers deserve better mental health treatment during their birth and their pregnancy. Um, and so, unfortunately, it has been indicated that um, Black women, an underserved population, has very, very, very low rates of prenatal and postnatal care. Um, one of the things that kind of is relevant with that is that um, the United States Department of Health and Human Services indicated that 67.6% of Black mothers receive perinatal um, care. However, um, Caucasian women or white women um, receive 82.8%. So that gap and that discrepancy creates a lot of further stressors. And that includes infant mortality rate. Our babies are dying during infancy a lot more. And so when I say that, there are various different reasons why we do have infant mortality, um, low birth weight, congenial malformations, um, sudden infant death syndrome, accidents, and also maternal mental health and maternal complications. And the thing that we're going to be talking today about is the mental health part and why that is the case, how that impacts women and what that looks like moving forward. So one of the things that I did um, research was that 15 to 20% of women who are pregnant experience some sort of sadness, anxiousness, feeling that you're just hopeless, helpless, sleeping issues, sleeping challenges. So 15 to 20% of women actually experience that. Now, when you look at Black women... It's 40%. Hmm. So 40% of 
Black women who are pregnant experience extreme fatigue, extreme isolation, stress with socialization, anxiety. And unfortunately, we're not getting the services that we desperately need. And it is negatively impacting our children. So when, when you say that, um, Ms. Sasha, what, what are some of the contributing factors to help um, get those numbers to mm-hmm. that? What do you think of some of those factors, Ms. Smith? Mm-hmm. So basically, some of them could be physical okay. factors. Um, that could be um, health concerns like hypertension, okay. diabetes. Um, also, it could be psychiatric factors. Mm-hmm. So basically, when we look at the psychiatric factors, we're looking at the mental health, depression, anxiety, bipolar, post-traumatic stress disorder, especially dealing with post-COVID. Okay. Um, trauma from COVID can affect pregnancies. And also the expectations that we put on pregnancy. And birthed. So these are internal expectations as it relates to our role, okay. roles in life. Um, we want to be the perfect mom. And that can bring on anxiety because we are doing our best to make sure that everything is perfect regarding the pregnancy. And we can't do that because things happen. But when we put that stress on us, we're also putting that stress on the baby. And our other children that we may have. Correct. That's true. Okay. So so what I want to make sure is that our listening um, audience, um, that we're clear that although our topic is Black maternal mental health, just because that's the focus um, for the week, that maternal mental health, because whether you're Black, white, green, purple, orange, the mental health of maternity is real. Yes. The yes. symptoms, the signs. The factors affect Lottie Dottie and everybody. What we're doing is highlighted this week because the numbers for black women across the board, when you look at it, is just higher. So it it makes you wonder why. And then as we do our own research, we get to understand the whys to why is this number higher opposed to if it was a Caucasian or you know, Chinese or something like that. So to all our listeners, if you or you know someone that um, is currently pregnant or might have recently gave birth or lost child during birth, that the maternal mental health is real. And it's a factor that impacts not just the individual, the family, it, it impacts the community because, and that's what we're about, healthy minds and healthy community. So I'm sorry for that interruption for my commercial plug, but to make sure that across the board that this is for Lottie Dottie and everybody. And other factors is environmental risk factors. You know, things that are going on within the world. When you look at systematic racism, Mm -hmm. unemployment, you know, people can't find jobs, Mm -hmm. inflation, recession, Medical insurance, we see that within our practice yes. at times where people uh, cannot afford their co-pays in order to receive services. And that's going on as it relates to um, perinatal health care, too. Okay. Um, and environment is environmental. It could be like 
the household that you're living in. Is there if there's some domestic violence? Exactly. So there are a lot of contributing factors, which we call environmental factors, that are linked to stress that can cause maternal mental health concerns. And so, so when we look at it again from a, a big picture, where we're looking at um, the environment. So, if me, if I'm pregnant now, African American, no job, um, no insurance, the likelihood of my pregnancy to be a successful opposed to a a successful black woman. What 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 does what does that look like for us too? And successful is 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 very subjective and okay. relative, but I, I definitely think that it creates further barriers. And when we talk about, and I, I say further barriers because when you are already in a place of sadness and hopelessness, then simple quote unquote tasks seem that much harder. So when we talk, so behavioral health can impede one's ability to get behavioral health support. Okay. I so like my that. sadness is impacting my ability to get okay. <laughs> help for my sadness. Okay. So when I say that, I say that it's just a lot harder to do a task, anything to advocate for yourself. Because mm-hmm. I've been there. Been there. Yeah. Right. So when you talk about advocating for yourself, um, I know that the health department has um, maternal Medicaid, okay? Mm -hmm. Medicaid specifically for women who are pregnant, who have been identified as being pregnant. But if I don't have the um, motivation, the oomph to get out of bed and go do it, go down to the health department, Mm -hmm. wait in that line, okay, wait, (laughs) okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Talk to someone who is then going to tell me, well, you need to bring this, this, and this back. And then um, I might not be able to get certain documents, so then I have to go back up and talk to somebody, and then I may not Mm -hmm. get the same person that I talked to. All of those things are tiring. And so if I don't even have the energy to do that, that lessens my ability of getting in to see the doctor. Because there's, quote unquote, free health insurance if I'm pregnant. But if my mental health is impeding me on getting that help, yeah, yeah. My ability to get prenatal care has just dropped significantly. And that that brings us back to what we talked about, like how the way you think, how you feel is going to affect how you act. So um, even with the resources out there, that if the way I feel, I'm not even I don't have the strength or the energy to go and and. That leads us into some of the signs and symptoms, you know, of mental health, how mental health affects when you are um, pregnant, because we know that's that hormonal change. You know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know all those ozones and chemosomes and chromosome (laughs) stuff, but there's a a, a shifting in our hormones so that depression heightens, the sadness heightens. If you're not um, really already aware of yourself, a lot of self-awareness, you don't, this is new, like what's happening to me, like. And if you don't understand it, the people around you definitely not going to understand it. And they're going to start reacting based on what you bring to the table. Mm. And if you bring in a whole lot of chaos, chaos creates more chaos. And then you you find yourself spiraling. And then like we hear the word postpartum depression, but it's more to maternal mental health than postpartum depression. It's other things. So yeah. what, what are some other um, signs and symptoms that... Um, 
women might not really realize, but if you're experiencing it, you don't feel like you're um, processing it or something that you can't shake. What are some of those feelings? Like earlier, you mentioned sadness and hopelessness. Being very irritable. Don't want to be bothered. Oh, now they talk about us like that already. Now we, yeah. you know, that angry black woman. So how 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 do I make that adjustment from that stereotype and knowing that I really am irritable or not perceived as just as, as that angry black woman? Well, you would definitely have to communicate. Mm-hmm. So, but are you at a place to communicate the way that you're feeling right now? Mm-hmm. What? What does your support system look like? What is, are there people around you who are maybe saying, hey, I know you're irritable, but something seems off. Are you receiving that information or are you dismissing it? So I could be in denial. Yeah. We, just my own experience, we often, I've often seen that. Even myself now, I've birthed four. And um, out of the four, I probably had a period of um, that I felt like that hopelessness with the first one because I had no clue what pregnancy, anything. So I wasn't aware of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I was fortunate to have a good support system, you know, that tell you, hey, look, you know, normally you sad today, but it's normal. Why am I crying? I just can't stop crying. Like, what's going on? And when it was explained to me, like what was happening with my body, Mm -hmm. then it made me, you know, I could react a whole lot better. But everyone doesn't have that. Um, I'm not fortunate to have a good support system or just unaware, right? uneducated in that area. And, you know, another thing people will say is that you should be happy that you're pregnant. Mm. Mm. Why are you sad? You're getting ready to bring a life into the world. So that will cause me not to express how I'm feeling because of the expectations that the world put on being pregnant, put on, on us as it relates to being pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's like you're highlighting the, the the positives of the pregnancy, of the idea of being pregnant, but um, and we're quieting some of the other things that come along with it and saying there's good, there's bad, instead of saying this is the experience. Because you know? you'd be surprised that um, even when it comes to, I want to have a baby, but I don't want to lose my, my shape. And we know if you get pregnant, you know, you're just going to, start looking one kind of way and then you don't know what you're going to look after them nine months. So, and if you have a a problem with body image, that can affect like, Oh, what's, you know, you might be happy, but for me, like what's going to happen to my body. And again, you find out you pregnant again and you remember how the size that you was from the first or second pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want to be a size 20 again. Mm -hmm. I like this size six. And you start going through it. And and I was going to lead into these thoughts, that thought process, the hormones and the way you think, you have to get a grasp on your thinking patterns. And we did an amazing episode on distorted thinking patterns mm-hmm. and how and how to process that. So um, be aware of how you feel. And like um, Sharina has said, to express that, to don't be afraid to um, share it because communication, is, it keeps coming back. You are your advocate. You have to be that voice, you know, to say something. Even if it's, I need help. I don't know what, but I know it's something. Yes. To say that and then allow um, professionals or, or let's say, even if it's a family member or a support system to get you to all those other resources that you might need. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any other um, signs or symptoms that we can look for? 
mm-hmm. during that time? Feeling like you're a burden. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, we're supposed to have it all together. We're supposed to take care of everybody. So the last thing we want to do is think about someone taking care of us and we being a burden. And that goes back to those internal risk factors, as you said before, regarding what we're telling ourselves. Go ahead. And also doubting our skills as it relates to being a mom. Yeah. This is something new. You know, you're not going to have some sort of checklist or some sort of, you know, guidelines how it needs to be. Um, So you would doubt yourself. You know, everything else comes with a list of instructions. Like, why babies didn't come with it? You know, like, <laughs> could you can you send me the ingredients or the what do I do at age one, two, and three? Because again, having four, what I did with one looked totally different mm-hmm. than the other. And two boys, two girls, I never. You do some of the things, but it's we say this thing: life is a journey, not a guided tour. Mm. So you you have to figure some things out. And in that process, you can lose yourself. And in losing yourself, you 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 pick up those things that hurt you in the past and you find yourself more in a state of depression, more feeling unworthy, more feeling like, you know, why is this baby crying? I can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And you need help. So um, some of those factors. Or closer than we think, you know, we like to point the fingers like you did this to me, and it's an internal yes. thing. So, to to when we get to reflect back on um, just the, the process, mm-hmm. the whole process, then what was it? What does that reflection look like to you? How how, how do we do it? My state of mind. I'm pregnant now. Mm-hmm. I I think something's wrong but I'm not quite sure and all my girlfriends they're just so excited that I'm that I'm pregnant they don't hear me yeah mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell them so what else can I do are there some resources like I would say I, I know for me if you're not ready to start talking to anybody I would say writing stuff down or checking in and noticing with yourself Mm-hmm. because I might not be comfortable with saying how I feel, but I can start tracking how I feel. And it sounds like another job, but it's a job that's going to be in the long term helping your overall physical, mental, and psychological well-being. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's just a start. Just a start. And the thing is talking, mm-hmm. to, to start talking, to talk about it. And... um. I love how our conversations go because it's, it's just us now. You yeah. know, it's just us. But uh, we get we get to share that on on our next episode. Mm-hmm. How how do we start that dialogue, or what does that dialogue look like? And then uh, what are some resources or tools to help that self care after we have that conversation? So um, I appreciate your input um, on this, and my birthing days are over, but I do have daughters and sons that. Um, We'll, you know, we'll go through this experience. So um, I get to use my experience to help them do that process. But Sister Cakes here is done. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, thank you so, so much, ladies. It has definitely been a fascinating conversation. And hopefully, I know it will be one that continues to further dialogue. So um, thank you guys so, so much for tuning in today and checking in with us. Um, We will hopefully see you and hear you later on as we continue this topic about Black maternal mental health. And until next time, make sure you take care of yourself so that you can we can all take care of each other. Thank you so much for listening to Just Me Podcast. If you are seeking further one-on-one consultations, worksheets, and action steps from the ladies at Just Me Podcast, please review the monthly subscription packages starting at $9.99 at www.patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash just me podcast and the number one. If you are seeking further one-on-one diagnoses, interventions, and treatment plans, please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at Journeys Counseling Center. Journeys can be reached at 336-294-1349. The mission of Just Me Podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Podcast is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health support. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or healthcare provider. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavioral health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.